0: Hi, Moneymakers. Sebi and Josh here. Thanks for listening. Before we jump into this episode, please share and help our ministry.
1: Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share with your friends, your family. Hey, if you have enemies, (laughs) share with them as well and everyone in between. Now enjoy the episode.
0: So the CPI numbers just came out and I thought that many of The data that was released is really interesting because I know a lot of people have been saying, oh my gosh, inflation is really bad and everything's getting expensive. But I guess after going through the numbers a little bit, I realized that what was actually increasing was actually your staple conveniency goods. And what do Mm. I mean by that? So basically, these are goods that fulfill the basic need of customers. So you're not really seeing like electronics going up. You're more seeing like food and utilities were really the drivers of inflation this time around. However, you'd actually see that some expenses or some items were out or some commodities in general, they were actually decreasing. Like new vehicles decreased, uh used cars and trucks were decreasing. So even shelter was decreasing. So I think that Based on these numbers and in anticipation for what's coming up in March, we might actually be seeing a bottom here. And the reason why it's really important to understand inflation is because when you know what's actually driving it, you would know like, okay, are we approaching some sort of bottom? Because I'm still personally thinking that this is still being driven by supply chain issues that is slowly coming down because things are getting ridiculously expensive now grocery stores, which makes sense since food was a high driver. But once we figure out all of the supply chain issues, and once that taper, we could potentially be seeing a bottom in the market and gearing up for another breakout and another run for the market. But what
1: do you think? Yeah, most definitely. So I remember when the Fed released the inflation numbers on Thursday, expectation consensus was around 0.4, and we came in at Mm 0.6. And many look at that as huh, you know, this is higher than we thought. But if you go deeper, you will start to see some signs. First thing first is energy. So energy actually decreased, yeah. like the price of energy. However, we, like you said earlier, we mm-hmm. saw the price of utility go up this past January. And that makes sense because obviously during the winter period, more people use the heaters because of the cold. Exactly. Yeah, and it was really cold. This winter was really cold. Yeah. So that, it does make sense. However, for other parts we can see most of it started to go down. For example, with shelter, it went up, but it went up at a lower pace than it yes. did last year, November to December. The only things, the only two things I see that really went higher than they were in December, and first, that's food, mm-hmm. and that is obviously your grocery store, your chicken, your turkey, yeah. those consumables, those are still pretty high. Mm-hmm. And I think this is partly based on the supply chain disruption. Many people argue, obviously, that All the money we pumped last year is definitely playing a role. You know, that makes sense. However, I do feel like the supply chain also has its own role it's playing.
0: I would argue, though, that, yes, the money is playing an issue in the sense that a lot of these guys had so much money. Mm -hmm. But when you would actually look at the data, it shows that even though people have more money now, they are not spending And what does and that is actually concerning the fact that they are not spending. You know that it's not because of people's purchasing that is increasing the prices. You would know that it's something else that's increasing the prices, which is what I have been thinking in my mind. So why are people not spending that much? People are spending on their basic necessities because I believe that from our last episode we spoke about how. It looks like whatever everyone has needed in the past, they've gotten it from 2020 to 2021. You see retail stores like Amazon, even Apple, not giving some were not giving guidance, and some were saying that hey, you know, we're not going to grow as much because all of that uh, profit or all of that demand has been pulled forward, and everybody has gotten everything. They've already eaten all of 2022 and 2023's enjoyment in 2020 and 2021 because everybody was at home even home depot was talking about home depot you see your even furnitures all of those demands and prices they've all gone down because again demand is not as much for them so what does this mean seeing that people have more money but they're not spending
1: yeah so i really like what you said because it reminded me of the january retail sales number it mm-hmm. was very very disappointing yeah you know, so you do have a point and this coming week we actually have another you know retail sales number that's going to be released. Yes. so we're going to see get more insights in mm-hmm. whether people are actually still spending like crazy and actually i won't be surprised if it comes in lower yeah because i just ordered new earphones i so i got them in i got them last year september yes. and i got them for obviously the price and this week i misplaced like one of the sides, so i had to order another one and i discovered this exact same you know headphones It's $50 cheaper. Yeah. You know, so that made me think. And also, you know, we saw the TV, the Roku TV that was going for almost $400. So I started thinking, huh, you know, I'm starting to see a lot of stuff, even furniture.
0: Furniture especially because I'm always out here looking at furniture. Is it
1: possible that many of these firms, you know, these companies have started to overstock and um, did they overestimate the mm-hmm. So they're like, uh, maybe we overestimated how much we we're going to spend. Let's start to decrease the price.
0: For sure. So what does this now mean moving forward? In my mind, I'm thinking that, again, like I said earlier, that if inflation is going to be lower and maybe Paul was right, potentially that it was transitory, but not in the way he thought. Maybe like later down the line, we'll see the effect. Because one of the Fed chairs recently say i forget her name
1: mary daly yes
0: she recently just commented and said that she believes that the market has already priced in raising rates as well as inflation already and it makes sense the market is always looking ahead they don't wait until it has happened they don't wait for an action to demand a reaction they react before anything happens so if that's already priced in Could it be that the worst is over? Remember, we didn't have our Santa Claus rally since October. The market hasn't been the same. It was really, really bad and really, really choppy. Even till now, a lot of groups, I mean, it would be like, hey, it looks like the market doesn't have direction because obviously in any financial group you're in, you have the bears and the bulls, but it looks like bears and bulls are not having any enjoyment. So could it be that we are finally approaching a bottom and I feel like, If I would guesstimate, not because again this is not financial advice. If I should anticipate whenever I would expect that bottom, it would potentially be in March, since that's when we expect our first increase, our rate increase. Because I think Goldman Sachs was saying that they don't they don't expect that Fed to increase just five times; they think it to be seven times, right? So a bunch of people are just having any. But what I'm thinking is like, regardless of when this rate goes up, they are going to we're going to see a rally. In my mind, I'm thinking, especially in tech stocks, because if rates are going up and things, it's it's getting more expensive. Would I now invest in dinosaur companies that are not going to give me money because I still have to pay all this interest. So I need to invest. And let's not forget these tech stocks and all these growth stocks are still beating earnings tremendously. Elon was saying comfortably, Tesla is going to beat uh, revenue by 50%. He's not, he's like, Comfortably, yeah, like, like no to at the at the worst. No,
1: there's barely any other big firm as big as Tesla. Then that can even get close to that. Honestly, I don't. See so in my mind,
0: that- I'm like, why would anyone invest in any other thing else?
1: Yeah. So if you ask me, because I keep up with a lot of all this news mm-hmm. and stuff, tech is always going to be a winner. True. Because whenever you see the Fed hike rates. It makes it harder to get loans. You know, it makes it harder to buy houses. So what's gonna what's gonna happen? Demand is gonna go down. You know, the economy is most likely gonna contract. And if you look at what the bond market is saying, the bond market is not seeing inflation for a longer term. Whenever there is gonna be actual inflation, you see yields going up, and yields are higher. But if you look at the yield spread, it's flattening. You know, and that is giving you recession vibes. That is a higher chance that prices will actually go down. People's won't demand as much as. It is now. And that's contrary to what many people are saying. And if that happens, tech stocks will do well. Because many tech stocks, they don't have inventory. They all use software and there's stuff you cannot do without. Mm -hmm. And also small caps. One thing I noticed last week, even after the inflation numbers, I expected arc like the ETFs get crushed. But I noticed even on Thursday and Friday, they actually showed relative strength. Even more than the fans more than in this more than the industrials and typically when bond yields are at this level you expect the opposite like arc typically like a few weeks ago arc should be down like 10 percent yeah but on friday it, really it was barely too. down like one to two percent yeah you know so i believe when this market bottoms i think you can bottom in march that's going to be the I perfect
0: agree. time march is march is literally the time that i'm really yes. thinking
1: we'll definitely see more volatility but yeah. i think by march there's also a chance maybe CPI will start showing peaking signs because I strongly believe that this whole CPI, this inflation argument is overblown. People don't have as much purchasing power. People don't have as much money as you think. Exactly. That's the thing. I feel
0: like like that's another thing that actually pisses me off when I see people talk about earnings, power, or whatever. Yes, people are earning more. It's even embarrassing that in 2022, minimum wage is still $7.25. That's even... Because have you seen everything? Everything is rising but minimum wage. So the fact that minimum wage is rising but yet everything else is getting expensive, your PP, your purchasing power is even less. Yeah. So everything is canceling out. So you're basically starting at base. So therefore, people are only spending on their basic necessities. Again, utility and food. So the demand in those sectors are growing really high. But people are not able to keep up with the demand. So what does that mean? They raise prices, right? Walmart, unfortunately, refused to raise their prices. And Walter was like, forget you. Huh. They are pushing you down. Costco was like, forget this. We raised we raise. our prices. Yeah. And they were celebrated for it. So I personally think that definitely this whole inflation situation is definitely overblown. It was definitely a cause of like redirection to people not just investing in trash companies because yes. it was Incredible like in 20 years it was like as if in 2020 almost anything, anything you put, put your, your money, money in is moon. going <laughs> to go up but it was clear that these people did not have any good fundamental strength their yeah. balance sheets their accounts I mean, nothing was good they were overexpensive but when you start looking into, like, like for example, the FANGs, except for Netflix, uh-huh. the FANGs, Tesla, and so on, you can see that some of these companies actually had strengths. And, again, even when people are like, oh, my gosh, uh, P is super expensive. It shows that they are very expensive. Honestly, I personally don't use that index anymore because uh-huh. I'm like, yes and no. Because at the time where it looks like, oh, it's not expensive anymore, the growth of it is finished. Yeah, there's a reason why yeah. some
1: stocks are cheap. You know, and there's a reason why they're expensive. Like, investing is not easy. You can't just say, oh, this stock has low P, let me go buy it. Nah, there's a very high chance that... The market can see that, bruh, you know, these people are going to stop growing very soon. And guess what? Are they going to start giving us losses? But yeah. when you see stocks with high P ratio, there's a lot of expectations, yes. you know? And now this is why you need to do your homework. Compare a Peloton to a Tesla, ah, you no. know? Like you said earlier, Tesla, they said, regardless, man, they're comfortably going to be 50%. And this, is, and, this, yeah, and this is without them even introducing any new models. Yes. They're like, bruh, we're chilling. We're not even going to release the Cybertruck yet. We're just going to work on our robot. The Tesla robot they're trying to do, and yet they believe they can still beat with. I
0: feel like that is extremely brilliant that they because one of the things that. In initially, people are saying that, oh, does this mean that Tesla doesn't have demand for it? I don't think so. I think Elon is doing something pretty smart here. He's working on making sure that he's bringing costs down aggressively. Yeah. And what does that mean? He'll be able to bring down prices because recently they've been increasing prices. So I think he wants to actively work on reducing the price so that Tesla can become more of a mainstream car. Exactly. And Toyota did the, the only company that I remember doing that earlier. I remember my dad. Uh, When I was thinking about like Toyotas and one time randomly when we were just talking about cars and how Toyota got into the market, they made themselves not only extremely efficient, but also extremely affordable. So they were the best affordable cars in the market. And I think that's what Tesla is going to try to do in EV ford has led this the hard way yeah. because it was like oh my god oh yeah ford, i remember ford, like
1: ford, ford. ford was almost 25 dollars like, my friend <laughs> telling me oh ford is going to the moon i'm like bruh ford is not nowhere. That you know you see a stock maybe you don't know, see a company because ford they have love cars in the u.s the ceo comes out and says oh we're gonna do EV bro like i looked at the <laughs> statement only two percent of the total fleet they have are evs do you know right. how tiny that is? Tesla, it's all EV. Yeah. And manufacturing is not an easy thing. It's not child split. You yeah. need to be efficient. You need to have processes that will make everything go so smoothly. Yeah, barely without efficient errors. in their exactly. own Exactly. And when, and when they brought their earnings, even Jim Crow was like, okay, maybe they were too aggressive. Of course they were too yes. aggressive. And I remember seeing on Twitter, so many people were betting on upside for Ford. They bought no calls and, and they lost a lot of money.
0: Even Biden had to recently admit that yeah. Tesla is like, Exactly, recently he had to because you know he was driving Ford, you know, for mm. me, American brand, which is great. You know, I'm happy about it, but I feel like now nah, it's, it's high time everybody leave that team and move <laughs> over
1: to Tesla yeah. because and I, Ford, they also have a lot of debt. It's just, it's uh, very like if investing is very complicated because yeah. they have a lot of, remember, they have. Hundreds of thousands of workers, they have a lot yeah. of pensions, they have, they have a lot of debt. And it's very hard to mm-hmm. grow your revenue when you have debt because you have a whole lot of interest expense True. to pay. You know, It's very, very deep. It's very complicated. And that's why Tesla don't have any of these. As yeah. expensive as, as, you know, many people say, Raven, they don't even stand a chance. <laughs> many I people lucid is will still old don't lose or, yes. or Raven over for the GM. Lucid, I would not be surprised. Lucid strategy
0: was disassociating itself as a competition to Tesla. Yeah. And they were really because they were smart about on doing luxury. That. Yes, they were really industry. smart about doing that and not aggressive. Because now, when you think about Lucid, you're not thinking, oh, competition to Tesla. But Ford and Rivian aggressively like, how Tesla is our <laughs> competition. And it's like, you can't just, you know, grab a bull by the horns and be like, yeah. You have to, you know, do strategy and like going through the corners, not straight head on, yeah. especially when you don't have that backing. But definitely, uh, to round up, I personally think, again, inflation is definitely overblown. I think this is a a time to, you know, gather your cash and start, you know, averaging into your positions. I think that March is going to be a pivotal point. Yeah. Either we're going to see more run up, which I am leaning more towards, or we'll see like, okay. Okay the blood is just getting started from March when they actually increase rates. Mm-hmm. But if it's anything like market trends, we already know they are always factor these things already yes, in. They
1: don't exactly. wait. For example, last year, before the taper, yeah. like two months before, I could already see art even before they said they would taper. Getting, getting hammered. Yeah. You know, the market always tries to front-run everything. Before yeah. it happens, they're already thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. And now, I'm starting to see relative strength in the, uh, many of these art stocks. And yes. I get a feeling it's because... The market believes that inflation is going to peak very soon or has already peaked. peaked and yes. by the time you get a CPI number that comes out and you see the manufacturers, it's probably going to be too late already because yeah. the market has probably run too much. I'm mean, many people are, will still be bearish. So let's okay. see what happens. No one knows exactly what's going to happen in the market, all. but we can just use you the information can't, we have. The market
0: will humble
1: you.
0: You can never run into this market and be like, yeah, I know everything. Nah, you sure, have to bro. move You will only. get humbled. into this market but this is just my perspective this is just what i'm thinking now which could potentially change by i don't know monday (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding not like it would change monday but just based on the statistics and based on what i've seen the trends even with the charts and the strength of these tech stocks you can see like oh it looks like they're gathering momentum slowly and bears are slowly dying out so thank you guys for listening to this episode we look forward to seeing what goes on the market